0: Uh, what's good, y'all? You listen to After the Buzzer, where we bring you everything sports and much more. Brought to you by Minat, Addy, T-
1: Paris, and Edge.
0: All right. So today we're gonna to talk about uh, the round of 16 in the UFA Champions League, and we're just gonna be analyzing the games that actually did happen, and what, and we're gonna talk about the predictions uh, for the first round uh, fixtures and the second leg. So I'm gonna give it to to Start with his.
2: Thank you, Minat. Uh, I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna be analyzing. Barca's 4-1 humiliation against PSG. So in that game, we saw how important Messi was to Barca, seeing as he he was the one that was creating all of the major chances, and he was the one that scored scored the goal, scored the penalty. But we also saw a new superstar arise in Paris, with that being Kylian Mbappe, who scored three against Barca, and is already starting to look like he's fulfilling his potential of being one of the best players in the world. We also saw a lot of defensive mistakes. From Barcelona right back and American international Serginho Dest, who mul- who in, at multiple occasions let Mbappe cross through on the uh, on the right side and easily bang in bang in goals. Barcelona might be feeling a little unlucky because this might be this might result in Messi's last Champions League fixture for the club, seeing as he might change his decision of staying at the club, as he wanted to go in the summertime, but he was forced to stay. It's a very, very sad moment for Barca fans around the world, seeing as now their their, their old generation of Iniesta, Busquets, Suarez, Messi, Neymar, they've all slowly starting to fade away. Now, now let's talk about the Chelsea versus Atletico Madrid game that's going to happen. So these two teams both recently have been in very good form with Atletico Madrid being top of La Liga, 10 points clear of second place Barcelona. With, Louis, with new signing Luis Suarez banging in 14 goals this season so far. He's been a revelation ever since he's came on a free from Barcelona. Um, but, we, but at Chelsea, we see new manager Thomas Tuchel has, have his first game, first Champions League game for the club after uh, a nice string of wins in the Premier League and in the FA Cup. Team yeah, the German striker Timo Werner has also been quite consistent in the past few games, but he only grabbed a few like one or two goals in the past few games I predict that out of these two teams, Chelsea and Atletico I predict Atletico Madrid to progress to the quarterfinals with a uh, Luis Suarez Masterclass So now let's move on to Justin's Justin's an, an analysis and his prediction with Sevilla versus Dortmund and Lazio
3: versus Bayern Okay, thanks Eddie so Sabiria has looked solid in recent weeks, entering this game on the back of seven straight clean sheets. Yet that defensive wall has was collapsed and highly damaged first half. The players simply gave them too much space and paid for giving the ball away cheaply for the third goal. Dee Young's last strike after after a more controlled second half display provides a glimmer of hope, but it'll take something extraordinary from Sevilla in the second leg to advance to the to the, to the third quarterfinal. So the player of the match was Erling Haaland from Dortmund. His two fantastic goals were powerful and taken perfectly. His runs were powerful and all of, and all of his move, movements caused a threat. A great 1st half performance gave Dr- Dortmund the win. His hard work to help the midfield in the first half was really positive. This result wouldn't have happened without him. So BVB successfully laid the foundations to reach the Champions League quarterfinals for the first time since 2017 on March 9th. So Haaland has now scored 18 goals in 13 UEFA Champions League appearances and 22 and 19 UEFA club competition matches. Only Killian Mbappe with 19 has scored more goals in the competition before his 21st birthday. All right, so... My predictions for the next game are about Lazio against Bayern. So Bayern won the tr- Tribal last year and are looking very strong this year. Starting February, they began only the second-ever team to win six trophies in one year, along with the 2009 Barcelona squad. Bayern are, are currently first in their domestic league, with while Lazio are currently fifth in their domestic league. So Bayern was undefeated in the group, while Lazio was also, also went undefeated. Lazio had just came off a loss to Inter Milan, winning five games in a row, before while Bayern drew 3-3 against Bayfield, winning the previous five games before a soul. So Bayern striker Robin Lewandowski had already notched 25 goals in the German Bundesliga. And has three goals and four appearances, uh, appearing in the Champions League. So my predictions for this game is I think Bayern's going to win it. And moving on to Paris, he's going to talk about his predictions for next week.
4: So oh, I will be talking about the Atalanta versus Real Madrid games. Now, obviously Real Madrid being first in Group B, and Atalanta coming out of Group D being second. They are both really strong teams, but I think at the end of the day, uh Atalanta will come out on top. Now, um the last year's dark horses, at Atlanta were known for being super offensive based. They did get a lot of goals in the process, being one of the goal being one of the best goal scoring sides in Europe. Even if they are seventh place this season, um they still are the second most Scoring team in the Italian league, with only Inter above them. Atlanta also recently sold one of their key players, Papu Gomez, which has had a large effect on their recent poor run of form, with only winning one of their last five games. So on the other side, in Real Madrid, you have Danny Carvajal, who is injured. Now Real Madrid has only has won less than fifty percent of the games when Danny Carval is not playing which is obviously going to be a huge which is obviously going to have a huge impact on their game against Atalanta now um Real Madrid and Atalanta both barely came out of the groups so this isn't one of the top tier games which many are looking forward to but it will definitely be close first game being this week on February 24th it's going to be a sight to see who's going to win now Real Madrid haven't had haven't had the best start to La Liga, but are still in good form after three straight wins. Now Carvajal, one of their make, one of their key defensive players is a fullback who can contribute on both ends of the field. In attack, he can create something really wonderful and and is obviously really quick and can get back on defense quickly. Now, he's quickly he's quick to recover in transition. And it's almost impossible to be in a 1v1. So he's going to be a huge loss for Real Madrid. So at the end of the day, I think Atalanta is going to come out on top and qualify to the next round. Now here's Sajivan talking about a few more games.
1: So the game that I now an- analyzed was firstly the Liverpool versus Leipzig game. And in that one, it was 2-0 Liverpool. And what I realized was... Um, both the goals came in the second half, and they're both basically made off mistakes that the last pick team made. And you can first see this like after the game, their coach was like, "Uh, we played really well in the second half, created a lot of chances, but also made two crazy mistakes that will be punished not just at this level but at any level. And our finishing was worse. We had three to four must score chances. We need to talk about that more, right?" And he said that which, which shows like the mistakes that they made. Even though they got a lot of chances, their defense that game was like really bad. Their back four was really shaky and um the two goals that they led were basically just uh breakaways and just tap in goals for Sane and Mosala But this is actually a really good win for Liverpool because um Liverpool, like for the last Six matches of the round of 16s. They only won just two, and this one was a clean sheet for them. And it's kind and of a ad- Adding
2: on to uh, thought, Liverpool have also been in a bad run of form recently, with goalkeeper Alisson making a string of mistakes. In in the Leipzig game, Alisson made a few crucial saves to keep Liverpool in the tie. And if it weren't for Marcel Sabitzer and the 42 million pound signing for Bayern Munich, Dea Uttamakano, then Liverpool would be in the mud. Back to you, Sijia.
1: Yeah, Liverpool, like, recently have been also been going down to a lot of injuries, and that's what they've been doing really bad. Like, they're sixth in the Premier League, which is, for their standards, where they're, like, first and second battling with Man City for the last couple of years, this is kind of bad for them, coming sixth in the Premier League. And, um, Jurgen Klopp said for this game that it was a tough game. We cannot build mentally giants in one game, but tonight we were good. This is only the first leg. I know a lot of people were waiting for us to slip again, but tonight the boys did it, and I'm happy for them. And if they never won this game, it was was probably going to be hard for them to climb up on the second leg. So it's also really good that they won this game. And for my predictions for next week, Man City versus Gladbach. I think Man City's most likely going to win that game 3 0. Because, especially recently, Man City has been on fire. They won their last 17 games with no loss. And their team just performing really well. Yeah. And on to Manette.
0: All right. So, I had the Porto versus UV game where Porto the surprisingly won 2 1 at home. And there's many surprises in that game. So uh, in this game, they were like um, coming in from a defensive view, considering that they didn't have Dybala and Morata playing. And we saw that when they played defensively, they actually came, they came up with a defensive error, and that's what gave them their first goal. Um, and then straight up, U of A were just... like They didn't play horribly when it came to getting shots on target, but... Further chances, they sh- like for like who they are. They should have won this game coming up like straight up 2-1 to them, because of how better their team was. But they were very unorganized, and Ronaldo couldn't do much in this position without Morata and Daibala. When he had Morata or Daibala, they would sit and swing him crosses so he could hand in a simple goal. And also there was also the controversial penalty that I think should have been given because there was no contact with the ball whatsoever in the 90th minute, which could have really helped their chances and making it much more easier for Juve in the second leg. But I do believe that Juve will still come out on top in the second leg. If that's on. but the thing is, Pirlo still believes that the system could work. He didn't say that this tactic of being more defensive is gonna change his views for the second leg, but Ronaldo's position definitely has to change more. Cause in the game he was way like too close to the line instead of being more central, where he strives in, in the, which is in the box. So if he if Pirlo can make slight adjustments to Ronaldo's position, he could definitely make a a definite comeback, like he's done multiple times in the Champions League against. Atletico Madrid, Bayern, and Wolfsburg. I feel like it's going to be a 2 nil win for Juve in the second leg because I feel like Ronaldo will definitely have a change in position and he'll definitely be more hungry after not being able to score in the last three games.
4: So speaking of Ronaldo, his old teammate Benzema has been playing really good in the last few games. Obviously lifting up Real Madrid onto the next level.
2: Speaking of Benzema, who do
0: you guys think has been the best player so far in the Champions League? I think it's between Rashford, Neymar, and Holland. I don't think it's actually Mbappe just because um, before this uh, like amazing Barca game, he only had two goals to his name. And um, for Rashford, he is carrying Man United in all competitions, so that's why I think he's just an underrated pick for me. And I Holland,
2: think it's obvious. I think Holland. Holland has been very consistent. Cause the difference between Mbappe and Holland is that Holland has more goals than he has games played. So he scored more times. He's got a lot more goals than games played. Mbappe, I think he, Mbappe still has more total goals in the Champions League, and he has he has had some some big games where he scored some big goals like the hat trick against Barca. But some games you feel that Mbappe has been shut down, like when when Manchester United versus PSG, and Manchester United came away with a two one victory. But somehow in the in the PSG Barca game, without Neymar, Mbappe managed to somehow carry the team to win.
4: Yeah, I mean Mbappe and Holland, two of like the most rising stars in this tournament right now. It's gonna be, it's gonna be really cool to see how they develop, obviously, for the next few years. Um I, I have no doubt that within a few years they're gonna be some of the best players in the world. Um yeah. and and they're gonna lift their team up to a point where their value is just gonna be brought to, to heights we've never seen.
1: And also adding on to that Uh, I would say Holland's been really good just because, like, you could see, like, comparing him to Mbappe even, you could tell that Mbappe's PSG team is way more star-studded. They have way more better players. I'm not saying uh, Dortmund's a bad team, but I feel like Holland's probably the best player on that team. While you could argue for Neymar or someone else to be better than Mbappe on PSG.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, you can't discount Mbappe's quality as well. He is, of course, the, the the second youngest teenager ever and only the second ever teenager to score in a World Cup final, only behind Pele in the
4: 1950s. And yeah, great feats that, that he's achieved. Um, and, and even since the World Cup, he's developed into such a good player. But um, obviously, as Sajiman said, Holland is, uh, again, going to kind of give Mbappe a run for his money as like one of the rising stars uh, in, in this tournament.
1: Yeah, when you have a good team around you, you just also look better at the same time. Just because when your te- when your team's good, your team usually wins. Because in soccer, it's more it's a team sport, and one person can carry both sides of the ball, defense and offense. So when you have a good team, it also makes your reputation better because you win more.
0: Yeah, but... yeah, we saw a lot with Messi in the MSN era.
4: Yeah, and uh, I mean at the same time though, if you if you watch some of the games, players like Mbappé and Holland are are really good especially with their ones it's hard to take them on um if, if it's a one-on-one it's hard to get past them you know so so it's it is hard to see you know how players fit especially because um like football soccer is a team sport um but but at the end of the day they're both great players and they bring so much value to both of their teams to where both of them can get really far and deeper into this tournament
2: okay i, I have a question for everybody who do you think? What team is gonna win the Champions League this year, 2021 Out of all, out of all the teams, all the great teams, I still believe Bayern Munich will reclaim their title and will probably win second year in a row because their team is just their team is just unstoppable at this rate.
1: They're running. they right
2: teams left, right, center, and they've been scoring goals as well, having a solid defense and signing Upa Makano for forty two million for next season to to bolster their, 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 their right centre-back spot after Alaba confirmed he's leaving the club.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, what is crazy is uh, a lot of websites have Manchester City as yeah. the favourites to win um and, yeah. and Bayern Munich, you know, in second place. But there's actually a 39% chance, according to some of these websites, that Man City is going to win the finals with only a 12% chance of Bayern Munich winning. Um, and then liverpool psg real madrid and chelsea you know in in the close running as well but, but man, man city, city
1: right and now, bayern are both doing really good right now
4: i think i think
0: man city is just going to win because they've been insanely consistent and they have a really good culture out, yeah, yeah like before, like uh, they were just like they weren't at their best they kept on getting so many draws but then they picked it up and they also took a lot of L's, but, but for the standard, but they picked it up. And now their last L was back in November 21st when they went yeah, against...
1: They had 17-game win streak, so... Yeah. Can't really tell, not yet. Maybe when it gets to semifinals, it'll be easier, but... Yeah.
0: And now with Holland, right, just, um... They actually have a chance of getting deeper into the competition. Because they had, like, the last time they, they went so high was back in 2013 when they had Lewandowski yeah manchester
1: city so now- also has
4: a really strong defensive team which is uh which is really good especially against some of these offensive oriented teams like i said before atalanta bayern munich you know that that's going to definitely come in clutch for them towards the the later rounds
2: and that, that is true with uh new manchester city signing ruben diaz who signed from benfica to man city for 65 mil has been a revelation. So far for Manchester yeah, United. Great signing, great signing. Him and John Stones have been have made a formidable partnership in in that Manchester City team that has won as many games as we have. And I think that's the missing piece that they've been, that that they've been missing all this time. Even from last season, after Vincent Kompany's, um, after he left the club, Pep Guardiola didn't want to f- f- buy a new centre back to replace him with. Instead, using his own assets that he had. And he, he got punished for this, seeing as his one of his most important centre backs, i Laporte, got injured in the first in the first two weeks last season, which meant Man City were down one of their most key defenders, and that ultimately paid the price for their league, which which Liverpool kindly took and won their first ever Premier League in thirty years. But I still believe Bayern will win, only because Pep Guardiola's had a tendency of overthinking big games. For an example, last year's quarterfinal game, when it was Leon versus Manchester City, Manchester City were almost sitting back. They weren't playing their normal attacking football, attacking soccer, and pressing their opponent until they eventually give the ball away and then concede. They were just sitting back the whole time, and they paid the price with Leon scoring three three goals. The City's won from Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, so it
4: is definitely going to be a sight to see later on in the rounds, in the the semis and finals, Um, but only time will tell who's going to be crowned the champions. So, Minabi,
2: I have a question for you. I know that you're a a big Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo fan, and I want to hear your opinion on how you think he's going to do in the Champions League this season.
0: All right, so pretty much, I think it's just going to be kind of a repeat to last year. I do believe uh, they'll get through Port- Portugal in the next leg, but the most I see them going through is the semifinals, just because um, UV is very inconsistent, and they're not even the best team in their league. And they already look like, and they well, you know, just an unbiased perspective, because of, they played horribly against Porto. They don't look like favorite at all. And Real Madrid, who are also very inconsistent or have better chances than they do so like i'm hoping to see something good from him but i i don't expect them to win it this year at all or come close to it so yeah speaking about cristiano what are your thoughts about messi oh okay so
2: my opinions on messier that he is probably going to leave the summer i don't believe he's going to stay because of that four one defeat to psg which showed a lot of defensive mistakes and a lot, of, a lot of offensive mistakes as well with the two Frenchmen, Antoine Griezmann and Ousmane Dembele both having missed huge chances, huge opportunities in the game only for PSG to score.
0: It should be a lot more if, closer. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: If, then, yeah. if Barca were to come back against PSG somehow, I don't believe they will. Because when last time in 2016-17, when PSG beat Barca 4 and the reverse leg like, was six, 6-1, six, Neymar had one of the greatest performances I've ever seen from a Barca player. And that's, that's the difference between having players like Neymar versus players like Griezmann and Usman yeah. Dembele who can't finish. I believe Messi is going to move to the English uh, uh, club of Manchester City because Manchester City have also recently announced that their Argentinian striker, Sergio Aguero, is not willing to sign a new contract. He may sign a new contract or he may not. But the fact is, is that if Aguero leaves to his 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 home club in Argentina or some other club in Europe, that's going to free up space for Messi to join because of money. Recently, Messi's, all of Messi's salary has been leaked to to various sporting outlets in Barcelona who have then leaked to, to the world with Messi being frustrated that this has been allowed to happen. And we've seen M- Messi's Astronomical salary. He's been he's being paid a lot of money to play in Barcelona, and City, City are just a handful of teams that can pay Messi's contract. So this is what I believe is going to happen to Messi.
0: Yeah, because like there's like it's either because you can't. It's only if, uh, if uh, Man City have to buy him because if I was him, like well he already wanted to leave after that. A two humiliation last year against Bayern, but if uh, this move doesn't go through, I could generally I won't be surprised if there's like a potential like early retirement because I don't see like a player like Messi accepting a very very like a way low wage to go into like a lower like just a worse team than Man City, so it's I think it's just it's between retirement or go to Man City, so a lot of his career is really dependent whether. Aguero uh, signs a, a contract, or someone else in the attack leaves, which is very unlikely. Because if you're with a team like Man City, there's not really any reason to leave. Exactly, exactly. Same, same scenario happened with
2: Ronaldo leaving Real Madrid. There were only a handful of teams, Juventus included, that could pay his con- pay his contract. And when he did join Juventus, Juventus's wage bill skyrocketed by forty percent, all because of one yeah. man. And with Messi joining whatever club he wants to join next, I think I uh, I respect what you said about retirement. I feel like he's gonna play for a few more years, then he's gonna retire. But he's not gonna play like till how's Latin's playing till he's 39, going on 40. Uh, I believe he he's he's gonna go to he's either gonna go to Man City, possibly possibly PSG, because they also have a lot of money to spend and a lot of money to use up in their contracts. He's yeah. either gonna go to. Oh, I don't I think they're interested go- though.
0: I don't think they'll be interested for because yeah. their attack is already fine already.
2: No, but Mbappe has already addressed his 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 wants of leaving PSG because he's always dreamt of playing with 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 Zidane as his coach at Real Madrid. He's always idolized Cristiano yeah, Ronaldo, and Ronaldo has made a big name for himself at Real Madrid. So if if yeah. Mbappe does go in the summertime, then I'd see Messi coming in. As like a replacement,
1: also put like midfield area, chievers, uh, they and just be like controlling the ball and sending shots over to like Neymar and that it that that would be crazy.
2: That that would be crazy. Yeah, yeah. They 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 be favorites every season to win almost every
0: trophy that there is, whether that's the league. Gun. Uh right, Before we wrap it up, I'm just gonna add one more thing, and it's about Cristiano and when he left for, Juve. So when he uh left, he did take. A pay cut to leave because of his relationship with Florentino Perez. And that's what we see here with Messi. Even though Barca's president did resign, Messi just, I wouldn't want to play, and Messi doesn't want to play for Barca anymore just because of how shit they've become. So if Messi's willing to take a pay cut, which is, that's like one of the three options, retirement, pay cut, or Man City, then we could see him play until, which I think will be, possibly like 37 38 and then we could because of ronaldo's physique we could see them retire at the same time which is all what we all want all right so this was the second episode from after from the after the buzzer team from everyone here thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for more sports news